Chapter Seventeen of the American Housewife. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Veronica Jenkins. The American Housewife by Anonymous. Chapter Seventeen. Two hundred and ninety three. Plain Fritters. Stir a quart of milk gradually into a quart of flour. Put in a teaspoonful of salt and seven beaten eggs. Drop them by the large spoonful into hot lard and fry them till a very light brown color. They are the lightest, fried in a great deal of fat, but less greasy if fried in just fat enough to keep them from sticking to the frying pan. Serve them up with liquid pudding sauce. 294. Apple Fritters. Take four or five tart, mellow apples, pare and cut them in slices, and soak them in a sweetened lemon juice. Make a batter of a quart of milk, a quart of flour, eight eggs, grate in the rind of two lemons, and the juice and apples. Drop the batter by the spoonful into hot lard, taking care to have a slice of apple in each fritter. 295. Cream Fritters. Mix a pint and a half of wheat flour with a pint of milk. Beat six eggs to a froth and stir them into the flour. Grate in half a nutmeg. Then add a pint of cream, a couple of teaspoons full of salt. Stir the whole just long enough to have the cream get well mixed in, then fry the mixture in small cakes. 296. Oxford Dumplings. Take eight ounces of biscuit that is pounded fine and soak in just sufficient milk to cover it. When soft, stir in three beaten eggs, a tablespoonful of flour, and a quarter of a pound of Zante currants. Grate in half a nutmeg and do up the mixture into balls of the size of an egg. Fry them till a light brown. 297. Apple Dumplings Pare tart, mellow apples. Take out the cores with a small knife and fill the holes with sugar. Make good pie crust. Roll it out about two-thirds of an inch thick. Cut it into pieces just large enough to enclose one apple. Lay the apples on them and close the crust tight over them. Tie them up in small pieces of thick cloth that has been well floured. Put the dumplings in a pot of boiling water and boil them an hour without any intermission. If allowed to stop boiling, they will be heavy. Serve them up with pudding sauce or butter and sugar. 298 lemon syrup. Pare thin the rind of fresh lemons, squeeze out the juice, and to a pint of it, when strained, put a pound and three quarters of sugar and the rind of the lemons. Dissolve the sugar by a gentle heat, skim it clear, and let it simmer gently eight or ten minutes. Strain it through a flannel bag. When cool, bottle, cork, and seal it tight, and keep it in a cool place. 299. Orange Syrup. Squeeze out the juice of fresh oranges and strain it. To a pint of the juice, put a pound and a half of sugar. Set it on a moderate fire. 
When the sugar has dissolved, put in the peel of the oranges and set the syrup where it will boil slowly for six or eight minutes. Then strain it, till clear, through a flannel bag. The bag should not be squeezed while the syrup is passing through it, or it will not be clear. Bottle, cork, and seal it tight. This syrup is very nice to flavor puddings and pies. 300. Blackberry Syrup Procure nice, high-vine blackberries that are perfectly ripe. The low-vine blackberries will not answer for syrup, as they do not possess the medicinal properties of the high-vine blackberries. Set them on a moderate fire, and let them simmer till they break to pieces, then strain them through a flannel cloth. To each pint of juice, put a pound of white sugar, half an ounce of cinnamon, powdered fine, a quarter of an ounce of finely powdered mace, and a couple of teaspoonsful of powdered cloves. Boil the whole together fifteen minutes. Strain it, and when cool, add to each pint of syrup a wine glass of French brandy. Bottle, cork, and seal it. Keep it in a cool place. This, mixed with cold water in the proportion of a wine glass of syrup to two-thirds of a tumbler of water, is an excellent remedy for the dysentery and similar complaints. It is also a very pleasant summer beverage. 301. Elderberry Syrup Wash and strain the berries, which should be perfectly ripe. To a pint of juice put a pint of molasses. Boil it twenty minutes, stirring it constantly, then take it from the fire. When cold, add to each quart four tablespoonfuls of French brandy. Bottle and cork it tight. This is an excellent remedy for a tight cough. 302. Molasses Syrup for Preserving Mix eight pounds of light sugar house or New Orleans molasses, eight pounds of water, one pound of powdered charcoal. Boil the whole together twenty minutes, then strain it through a flannel bag. When lukewarm, put in the beaten whites of a couple of eggs and put it on the fire. As soon as it boils, take it from the fire and skim it till clear. Then put it on the fire and let it boil till it becomes a thick syrup. Strain it for use. This syrup does very well to preserve fruit in for common use. 303. To clarify syrup for sweetmeats. Put your sugar into the preserving kettle. Turn in the quantity of cold water that you think will be sufficient to cover the fruit that is to be preserved in it. Beat the whites of eggs to a froth, allowing one white of an egg to three pounds of sugar. Mix the whites of the eggs with the sugar and water. Set it on a slow fire and let the sugar dissolve. Then stir the whole up well together and set it where it will boil. As soon as it boils up well, take it from the fire, let it remain for a minute, then take off the scum. Set it back on the fire and let it boil a minute, then take it off and skim it again. This operation repeat till the syrup is clear. Put in the fruit when the syrup is cold. The fruit should not be crowded while preserving, and if there is not syrup enough to cover the fruit, take it out of the syrup and put in more water and boil it with the syrup before putting back the fruit. End of chapter 17 Recording by Veronica Jenkins, Ottawa, Illinois